Hello, this is TalkHouse Editor-in-Chief Michael Azarad. And welcome to the TalkHouse Music Podcast. One of pop's enduring genres is singer-songwriter music. The genre came into its own in the late 60s and early 70s, with people like Laura Nero, Randy Newman, James Taylor, Joni Mitchell, and other icons. The singer-songwriter tradition is alive and well to this day, and two of its prime exponents are the guests on this edition of the TalkHouse Music Podcast. Tobias Gesso Jr. and Jessica Pratt. Jesso released his piano-driven debut album, Goon, this year to much fanfare, and for many, the music evokes superstar 70s singer-songwriters like John Lennon, Carole King, Harry Nilsson, and Elton John. On her latest album, On Your Own Love Again, Pratt also recalls the 70s, but a very different, much more obscure 70s. Her music recalls the psychedelic folk of that era, people like Linda Perhawks and Vashti Bunyan. We put these two together backstage at this summer's Pitchfork Music Festival. Thanks, Pitchfork. And they talked about a lot of things. The difference between playing solo and with a band, dealing with stage nerves and insecurity, trying to do stage banter, and how malfunctioning equipment can also be a blessing. Also, two of today's most acclaimed new songwriters profess their admiration for Train's song, Drops of Jupiter, and they wrestle with this most vexing question. How weird is it for a blanket to be chasing a kid through a forest? Without further ado, Jessica Pratt in conversation with Tobias Jesso Jr. Where do you start? I don't. I don't know. I, is there any vague direction, or we're just like I think we're jumping in right now. Just freestyle. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, where Where did you come from? I grew up for this. Oh, where I come from? This. <laughs> okay, we'll I was going right too. back to the start. Well, yeah, that's yeah, actually going... probably a more interesting answer. Right. So if you want to do that, I mean, everyone cool. knows who would probably listen to this. Yeah. I grew up in Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. In Canada, I didn't so. know that. So. Oh, really? That's Great. good. Good. Okay. Good. We're... Yeah. I've only been there one time. How did you like it? Um, it was cool. We played in a very seedy area. Um, which was east. I don't remember what it was called. Um, which is ignorant of me. Hastings, but, um, probably. Maybe. That's um, like the, the you know drug capital. Yeah, there were lots of junkies. Uh, yeah, they're walking around. Yeah, it's like zombie land. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm from San Francisco. I lived in the Tenderloin, so it's like right. similar. I actually saw you in San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah, I went with uh, Jr. when I was doing the record with him. Oh yeah, went, wait, wait, where the chapel? It was 2013 or something. Oh, 2014, okay. something like that. Huh. I remember being like, oh yeah, I went, I saw, it was good. Yeah, I like uh, I like Jr. I never have gotten to know him super well, but it's yeah. we've both been um, auxiliary figures in each right, other's yeah, life for exactly. a long time. Yeah. Um, so you have another record now, the second record. Mm-hmm. How did how did you find writing that? Uh, easy. Really, I'm the opposite. I well, wanna... the, I guess it's kind of my first record, so I guess I might be in your position right. the next time. Right. Because the first record is like stuff I wrote and recorded when I was. A teenager and then oh. it was like put out much later right so I was sort of afforded like extra time because I got to sort of have years to come up with another one with another one which is the second one and but no pressure because the first one was just your teen years yeah know? yeah and it was already like uh, yeah people liked it but um I am yeah I'm afraid of the next like the the I next hum yeah I just want to like shit. I'm at the point now where it's just you know give up really yeah it's funny because we were just having a conversation with uh 
Dan, the dude that like runs my label, about how he was reading some new interview with Brian Wilson where he's he's supposed to be promoting his new record like in tandem with the movie that just came out, oh, yeah. and he was just like openly like, yeah, all my new songs are shit, and I don't <laughs> like. I'm have really you seen depressed. the Have you seen the thing? I have. I think it's based on a book that I read, but I haven't seen the movie. Um, wait, what's based on the book? I think, isn't it based on heroes and villains in, in a certain... Oh, I mean, it covers that time period for sure. Right. Um, I've never read that book. Though. Somebody told me it was based on the book, and I was like, ah, oh, I read that. Um, it's, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah? At first, I was distracted at the thought of John Cusack, who's an actor I like, yeah. portraying Brian Wilson just because I couldn't visualize it. Yeah, you know, I, whenever they do those jumps in time and it's like these are supposed to be the same person, this is just him older. Yeah. You know, just with plastic surgery or something. I don't. It can be distracting. It's I was tough. very skeptical going into it, but I, I actually think that they both did a really good job. Those movies that do time jumps back, you know, and it says this is, you know, when they fell in love when they were younger and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. The, I do have days where I love those movies, yeah. but for the most part, I cannot stand them. Yeah, and the added layer of like music biopic is always like right. a little tedious too. But it's tough when you're like in love with something to see it. Yes. You know, to watch it. Yeah, that's a particularly um, sacred thing to yeah. to be dealing with. Right. Sounds. So, are you happy with the new record? Uh, yeah, I am. That's good. It's weird. It's just now starting to feel like yeah. old to me. Right. Oh, um, mine's been old since I, <laughs> since I. Yeah, I mean, like I wrote the demos. 2012, you know, around Damn. my birthday, sort of thing like that. So, Wait, you know, it's kind of weird, like walking around. You got this sort of yeah thing that's two years old. You're trying to promote. It's yeah, tough, you know? it's hard, especially when but you have to tour people, a lot. Yeah. Oh, I hate touring. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I sound like I shouldn't be here. Really, it's like that's no, like no. the vibe everyone's getting. I I've only just now started to kind of try to brainwash myself into wanting to like tour all the time because yeah. at first I was just like I really don't want to do that well I did a solo tour and that's what was so hard for me so I just added a band I added like yeah. six guys and I was like hopefully oh. they'll keep me from getting depressed yeah I did all the touring I did in the beginning was by myself for, well I had a little bit of accompaniment but just a guitar just a guitar and sometimes I would play with the keyboardist but um yeah I think I saw you with the keyboardist oh that must have been a long time yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to be one person and try to like bring the heat every yeah. night, you know. Yeah. And then it makes you feel like having a band is like cheating or something. Right. And then you're like, well, I... yeah, I, I, I it, it, or that it's not you anymore, you know. Like yeah. I, I did a whole piano tour. I was like, okay, this is like who it is, you know, what it's all about. And then when I added the band, I was like, oh, this is a completely different thing you know I yeah. didn't know whether I liked it or I didn't like it you know I've never I mean I've only ever played with one additional person I oh, can't imagine yeah. a whole band it That's seems nothing. like it would yeah. just change everything. whole band is crazy and then you got all these new personalities and stuff yeah. but I'm such a sort of fan of <laughs> you know instruments I just let them solo the whole time so every time I'm not singing I'll be like why don't we why don't we pick up a solo there Reggie yeah go for it um yeah I think I have like 19 solos in my set today. <laughs> That's good. So so <laughs> like 10 is, songs, you know. I mean if you like the uh if you like the guy behind the solo. They're great, you know. Great. Yeah. They're perfect. How did you meet your dudes? Well, you know, I uh I was in San Francisco mm -hmm. recording the record and uh we kind of ran out of budget pretty quick. <laughs> you know, we were yeah. uh, we were pretty down and out. And uh, I said, well, let's go to L.A. because I wanted to put strings on. 
we had this grand idea of what the record would be, you know, and when mm -hmm. I showed up to San Francisco and I started talking with JR, I was like, yeah, and strings and horns and this, and he was like, man, that stuff's expensive. Like, you're yeah. an indie musician. Yeah. You can't yeah. really, you, you know, that's sort of shooting for the moon. Sad I truth. want, yeah, everything, backup singers, all this. Yeah. And then I said, okay, um, but I still want all that stuff. And he was like, well, you got to find a way to get it. So we went down to LA and I'd spent some time in LA and I knew a bunch of musicians. So we kind of like, you know, picked little random uh, musicians here and there to play the different parts. Right. And then years later, uh, I was on a date with a girl and my friend reached out to me and said, hey, you got to come to this bar. You got to check out this band. You know, they're playing like 1920s jazz styles. Uh, and I was like, eh, maybe, you know, so yeah. I asked her and then we went to this thing and it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And it was some of the guys who played on my album, you know, they were like tipping yeah. my hat from the stage. Yeah. And then after the show, I was like, that was incredible. Just all instrumental there, you know, yeah, totally. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, they just got we got in touch there. Oh, yeah. You know, nice to see you again. And, and this and that. And I, I knew some of them. Um, and then they just reached out when I was on my solo tour and said, do you want to? play a show together and I showed up at Soundcheck when I was back in LA and, and, yeah. and they were the band well that's a good way to do it yeah genuinely I think it's better to find a band that's already a band because they've <laughs> yeah. been playing together you know yeah they have the yeah no it seems so crazy to just like get like six hired guns and then just like hope it works out right. you know what's the most what's the most amount of people you can imagine adding like if I said hey I got 20 great guys for you I don't know it's an interesting question uh, for some reason, maybe with like the the way that the bass works with like a classical classical guitar and finger picking, I find that it's really really difficult to add percussion. Mm. So that's if if I was going to pursue that, I would have to like it would just rethink be some, it. Yeah, well, either rethink it, which I wouldn't want to do, or like just get a little th couple things chiming in here and there. Like some guy um, on the side playing triangle. Or yeah, something. yeah, you know, some weird like shakers or something. Um, but I mean, I I am also fond of many different kinds of instruments, and I like hearing them played. I feel like the ones that are like really the coolest are the most difficult to. I don't know, like. I don't Do you like, pick them up? Do you have like, you know. A, gravitational pull towards instruments, you know, when you see them. Yeah, totally. To play them yourself. Yeah. Because I, I mean, always want to play everything, but I'm never yeah. good at anything. It depends. I mean, I don't know. I like the sound of certain things a lot. Like, I'll never be able to play a sitar, like, even halfway decently. You know? Yeah. Even, like, in a fad way. Right. I could use it for one song. I don't even know if I could If I walk it. into a studio and there's a bunch of instruments there, I'm like, okay, this day's done. Let me play around here. And yeah. then by, you know, the end of the day, I'm like, I, I can't do any of this stuff. <laughs> let's let's pick this up tomorrow with somebody right. who can. It's fun. Yeah. It's very fun. It is, yeah. That's part of the reason. But how do you find about the press and all that stuff? That's like this stuff right here. Like we're talking to this guy. Um, well, you know, it really, uh, it's across the board. Some yeah. of it is pleasant. I like talking about music with people. Um, yeah. I like meeting people. Right. Um, I mean, you know, music journalism is at a weird state where it's, I don't know, a lot of it is informed by things that aren't necessarily relevant to the music or... Oh, you mean like gossip? Well, sure that, or like advertising or like oh, oh. whatever. And, right. Or just, you know... Agendas. And a lot of, um, you know, people don't get paid that much to write about music, so sometimes so it's a case of... So you're finding the bottom of, of the barrel. 
Not every time, but I mean, sometimes I think it's just a case of who's available, who's yeah. willing to do whatever. So have you ever had an interview where somebody you could tell just didn't like your music? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I felt like they specifically didn't like it. I've I've had cases where it's obvious they didn't like they don't know anything don't know about anything. it whatsoever. But that's like I had a guy like who didn't like it. Really? Yeah, he, he was, was like me, yeah. giving you. The well, vibe. he liked the demos. You know, yeah. he got attached to those. Yeah. And then he's one of those purists, you know, mm -hmm. when, I, when the record mm -hmm. came out and there was like yeah. new versions of these songs. He wasn't having it. He was questioning every decision. And, uh, you Openly. Know. Openly, yes. Hmm. Was, Why did you choose to do this on this song? I don't know. I didn't even do that. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's just because I've only experienced it in my life, but I, I feel like that is sort of a modern thing too, like maybe like a mm, sort of cynical, uh, antagonistic approach to... Uh, questions right. and stuff like that. So. Well, at least it's better than the guy who interviews you and he's all nice and friendly and then, you know, the interview's a little bit shady. Yeah. That's that's the worst, you yeah. know, where you're like, oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. And then, and then two weeks later, you're like, what an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that, that would suck. Um, yeah. But so people, uh, people say all kinds of things. How are you excited to play here? Uh, I'm excited because there's so many great people playing. Actually. Ten year anniversary too, right? Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's a big ten year. I didn't know that. Um, well, it's my first time, so I don't know. I'm happy that I got asked to play. Do you ever think about what you're going to say on stage before you go up there? Um, Do you it, cheat? It depends on the setting and yeah. the. I mean, yeah, I like to. I think people. It really means a lot when you say something to them. Right. And I'm not particularly talkative on stage. Right. Not because I don't care, but just because I yeah. find it takes me out of the zone. Right. Do you talk a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, hell yeah. I, w I very much admire stage banter. But mine's just for fear or... of playing. <laughs> You're just so they'll to... say, you got 30 minutes. I'll say, great, I'll talk for 15. Like, and then I only need to play three songs, four yeah. songs, something like that. That's you know? great. Yeah. But yes, I talk a lot. And I do think of themes of what to say before right. I go on. And I can't tell whether it's cheating or not. Whenever I figure it out, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll say that. And then I want to tell the people around me. But then I'm like, man, if I told them and then I showed up on stage and said it, they'd be like, yeah. come on, man. No, you can't do that. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, it's it's like... Uh... I just like, for, for instance, like the drummer of the band, he's a real showy, showy guy. Right. And I thought, how funny would it be if I put him on the spot, he didn't know, and I just said, hey, you know, take off your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. I'm, so now I'm deciding whether to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe you should. What do you think? Maybe he's listening right now and he'll... Uh, this isn't live. This is just going into his little oh, okay. tape recorder. Well, I don't know. He'll, he has his Live ways. on the radio. He probably has his ways. Um, yeah, you, you should. I do know what you mean about, like, at any point voicing the idea beforehand and then you feel self-conscious, like, right. trying to re-engage. Well, I was just worried because I have a full band, I, and, I, and I, I, you know, I was like, don't give any of them mics, because I don't want them to put me on the spot. I want to put them on the spot. No, yeah, that's not... I wouldn't like that. I don't want to be... I feel like I, I have a very low tolerance for, like... I don't know. Some, sometimes it's like you just become, uh, your brain becomes more one-dimensional or something when you're mm -hmm. playing music, like during a set. Right. I feel like when people like throw shit at me, sometimes uh, my mind isn't as agile. I can't like. Right. You can't deflect it. I'm not like. Right. Anymore. Oh, I'm, see, I get, I get by with that audience stuff. I'm probably yeah. way more, because I'm so nervous. You know, yeah. Going on. Do you yeah. get nervous? I do. Um, I do. 
I get so nervous. It really depends. Sometimes it's completely irrational. Like yeah. sometimes I'll be nervous for a show that I really shouldn't be. Yeah. Vice versa. I just get nervous because I don't believe. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah, I believe it's really like as you wake up on one side of the bed and there's kind of no arguing with it. Really? I'm always on the same side of the bed. <laughs> you just always think you're going to be shit. I'm always like, you know, I'm always like, you know, I'll wake up, I'll tell Willie, my manager, I'll say, you know, I feel okay. And then yeah. 10 minutes before I go on, I say, pull me out of this. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I always have a, a glimmer. I don't, I'm never like boldly confident 100%. I, I think that if I was, maybe I wouldn't sound as good or something. I yeah. don't know if you really like believe in yourself right. too much. Like yeah, but the good. thing that thing that kills you is you can never prepare your voice for being nervous, you know? That's oh, my big yeah. thing. It's like I'm at home practicing. I'm like, sound great. I'm yeah. killing this set. No, and then there's like four people in the room and I do a terrible job, you know? Well, singing and coordinating your hand movements with playing piano or guitar. sick what's that i really love it when my instrument gives out yeah yeah i love it i'm like yes that song's over how how do I, that doesn't happen to me very often oh i've had guitars give out my piano just turn off sometimes i'll just like flick it off yeah because it's electric yeah i'll be like, like shit, eh, man over. this is not going yeah. well and i'll just flick it off yeah say, oh man what happened power outage yeah well there was going to be thunderstorms today but that's not happening, oh great i'll blame so. it on that yeah. but now oh, they'll I'm know saying. And it's sunny out, yeah. It's not. It doesn't look like the weather's yeah. gonna really affect the set. Well, things shorted out because it was too hot. So. I played in uh, in Barcelona, and yeah. it was the windiest stage. And they opened the piano. You know, there's a big grand mm -hmm. piano, mm -hmm. and it just collected the wind. I sounded like a shoegaze artist. It Whoa. was like just <laughs> yeah, the whole time, and I'm wow. trying to sing over top of it. Yeah. But it was almost almost like so so bad that. <laughs> That it was good again. It's like transcendent. Yeah, yeah, it was so bad it was good. It's weird when that happens. I'm kind of nervous about this train rolling by. It seems very loud. Really? Very, very loud. Yeah. I got a band now, so I don't need to worry yeah, about that. Yeah, you don't even give a shit. That's yeah. nice. That's good. I, I am envious of the power of volume in a band. Right. That's something that I think about sometimes. I thought you, when you first said it, I thought you were talking about the band train. I was like, how'd they get on the bill? <laughs> Do you like that band? Uh, I mean, you know, I know I'm familiar with their radio hits. Yeah. I mean, you know, when no, I was like 16 no. or 15, yeah, I told this girl that I had a crush on, if I die, play "Drop of Drops of Jupiter" at my funeral. We just uh, heard that song when we were trying to navigate toward a Chili's uh, outside of I can't remember where that was. It was like Wisconsin or something. You know, and I. But the thing is, is like, yeah, it's a great song. And I, I'm not ashamed of it, sure. but I'm ashamed that she knows that I told her that. Yeah. Because I was being totally serious about it at the time. Hey, man. So now I think back and I'm like, man, I really thought yeah. that would work. Yeah. But I'm, you know, that was a pickup line. Like, if I yeah. die, play this terrible song. Yeah. But it's a great well, song. But yeah, it's just sure. a little corny. You know? Yeah. It's got nice structure for like a radio song yeah. nowadays, you know. It's, it's... If it came on somewhere, I'd probably like, if I could find headphones, I'd wear it. <laughs> yeah, you'd go, yeah. you'd go deep. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Then it's just me singing. 
this song yeah. with nothing else. Playing. <laughs> yeah, you just acapella. It's another on the bus. shameful moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I you know, and I'm my past is is musical history is is full of these shameful things. I don't know how you came up in music, but I came straight through the pop thing. Yeah. You know, I've, and I've, family listen to a lot of music no, or just you never, straight up. Never. Yeah. Yeah. The same CD probably since like 1991. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, big shiny tunes five yeah. or something, you know. It's an interesting place to break out of. I mean, yeah. it's got to make music seem so like uh, exhilarating and definitely exciting. Yeah. And then there's so much I don't know. Yeah. Still. Well, that's, that's cool. I, it's people are really consumed with wanting. I, when I was a teenager, I felt really obligated to. Uh, just become completely knowledgeable and encyclopedic about like every form of music that has ever existed. And you I'm, are like that. I've wanted to. You've wanted I to. I felt like the pressure from myself to like I need to consume as much as possible. That was. I feel that way too, but I can't remember names. And, you know, all those people always remember all the names. Oh, that's you know Jeff I, Barley, and he played you know with Bowie when he played. And I'm just like I, I can can't. go into like little periods where I know. Yeah. I can remember those things like oh it's like you know Terry blah 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 yeah but over a long I can't right extensive periods of time they if, vanish you know I got the train trivia down yeah, yeah I don't know about, anything about that. that's the extent I got I got <laughs> yeah. my high school bands like, what's the singer's name I don't even know what I don't his know name his name. Is. okay well <laughs> I don't actually know much about train <laughs> I mean I don't know <laughs> I should I'll look into it I'll get back to you on okay. his name because right. he does they do have you know. I'm not going to Google it. This is not train bashing. We're not no. you know, train yeah. bashing here. No. This is train we love you. Yeah. Train it's, hopping. Yeah. Getting, getting on exactly. The train. We're hopping on the train. We're on the wagon. We're getting yeah. on the train. Yeah. And we're, we're taking it all the way to Jupiter. Yeah. It's, and, long, uh, it's a long ride. It is, yeah. Wicked, what a song. Wicked, wicked journey. Yeah. Mm. What else is there? What, 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 he just keeps rolling. Do yeah. you ever get those kind of interviews? Where they ask you a question and you start talking, yeah, and then you get to the end of your answer and you're like, all right, it's time to talk again for this guy, and right. he just stares at you because he knows you're gonna say more. Yeah, in an attempt to, yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's like a therapist tactic or something. Yeah, they're just like looking at you, and they're just staring blankly. There's yeah. absolutely no <laughs> registering what you're saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it happens a lot. It yeah. It Have you ever had it happen with like a camera on you? No, you know, I I'm I'm haven't really reached the like the you know. The big sticks yet. I haven't. Sticks. I haven't had any on. Uh, I don't think I've had any on-camera interviews yet. Just. Uh, I had just, one on-camera yeah. interview. Mm-hmm. The first one I ever had. It sounds nerve-wracking. It was. It was in Holland, and it was with this girl, oh, and boy. she was like, you know, just a high school project or something. Yeah. And I turned to Willie. I was like, "Well, is this the first one? Like, this is the first. You know, I thought it was yeah. gonna be a big deal. You yeah. Know, lights, camera, and all that yeah. kind of stuff." I was like, this is the first one? He's like, yeah, it's fine. She, like, pulled out an old VHS sort of thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But didn't know anything about me. Yeah. You know, didn't have any questions really for me. Yeah. That, um, no, I don't know that's, if it's... That's, that's, no, I'm saying that. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I don't know if there's, like... I mean, sometimes it's just purely a language barrier, but it is weird when you go into those... Maybe culturally, too, it's, like, really extremely vague questions are, like, totally acceptable, and it makes right. you feel like a weird, like animal or something you know do you have a story do you have like a story that they focus on with you uh i think everyone does yeah it's like a little bit right because my the first record is like stuff that this guy that already plays music put out and like 
discovered or, or oh, something like right, that, right. you know? So it's like, it's always like, so, you know, what were you doing before? The, you know? Right, before that happened. Yeah. Yeah, they I, always do like the Disney flip on you. Exactly. Like any way they can make it into a thing. Totally. Yeah. My, mine just felt like normal amount of time going place to place. <laughs> now I could like have like, you know, two feature films about it or something. Yeah. They've written the script for me. I'm yeah. Like, Wait, what is, your, what is your like? I was in, I was in L.A. Yeah. suffering. Yeah. Just suffering. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the movie pitch version. Okay. I was suffering. One man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. Debbie's suffering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I no, I was in L.A. I was, you know, I just had a normal job. I was like working, yeah. you know, normally, yeah. and um, and then everything went wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to move back to Canada. Right. Back to Vancouver. This is, you know, uh, the the protagonist moves mm-hmm. home scenario. Mm-hmm. Back to my parents' woodshed. Right. And it's totally unfamiliar to me now. Yeah. My old friends and things yeah. now. And uh, so I, so I isolate myself in my bedroom with a piano. Right. You know, that my sister left behind. And yeah. now I'm finding myself yeah. again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I write this album. In a place that seems right. all too familiar. And I write before. this album and then I meet right. a, a record producer right. who says, let's do it. Yeah. You know, that's movie one. You uh, movie two picks. Yeah, movie two picks up on. Now I'm in L.A. What right. am I doing here? Yeah. This is not the L.A. I remember. Wasteland. Yeah, everyone's back, you know. Yeah. Sort of like the Entourage movie after the TV show kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's yeah. kind of confusing timeline. Yeah. No, but okay. that's the story. Everybody's got one. Would you watch that movie? Maybe. It would have a younger me and yeah. an older me. Yeah. That's why I don't think I'd watch yeah. it. Yeah, two people that look nothing alike. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they'd only be a year apart. Yeah. <laughs> How funny would that be? Just, yeah, you got the like fake <laughs> This is me wrinkles. a year later. Yeah. It's a different actor. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Actually. You should. Yeah, I would. I wanted to get into movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, I, when w- I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress like more than anything. Really? Yeah. Are you good? I've never done it. All know. right. What's your yeah. favorite scene? Let's act it out. Oh, no, I don't know about that. I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't think I have enough, uh, I can't retain dialogue right. well enough to just go off the bat. When I was younger, me and my friend watched Gladiator every yeah. single day for an entire <laughs> summer. I knew every word to that movie, I tell you. Yeah. I could say it as they said it. Yeah. yeah. Mimicking is very... With the I barbarian mean, yeah. horde, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I, um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's movies I have locked into my brain. That What's the movie you've seen more than any other movie? Uh, well, actually, I think we just, uh, there's two, I would say, I mean, you know, there's stuff that I've watched as an adult, but mm-hmm. literally if we're talking numbers here. Numbers, straight sheer, numbers. Sheer periods of time, I think, uh, The Brave Little Toaster. Wow. Um, which is interesting because Van Dyke Parks right. does the music Does the music. And, uh, Great movie. Overboard, I've seen, I used to watch it every day after school with Go my back gra- to Brave Little grandma. Toaster for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me up because I've seen that movie yeah. and I forget. It's okay. about a little toaster and his, they're getting thrown out? Is it a priest no, Toy Story scenario? They, um, it's sort of, that sort of, sort of thing. Um, it's a toaster, a vacuum, a lamp, a radio, who's John Lovitz. I love the little water bottle, the hot yeah, water bottle. Hot, yeah, he's I love that. Blanky is his name. Oh, bl- oh it's uh, a blanky. He, well, he's a, he's a heated blanket. Oh, okay. So he's got That's a, what he's the, his head is the electric. He's got a knob for a nose. Right. Um, so they... They live in a home um, with a kid who is child, uh, sorry, college age. He, right. he grew up with them. He's going away to college. And I don't know what, like maybe the parents leave for the summer that the kid goes away to college. Mm. So they're alone in the house and they're like, they think they've been left alone. So they journey across the States to 
reunite with to their, deliver toast. who they call the master, which is really kind of really? Like disconcerting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, you know, it's like they're going through forests and waterfalls and like. And the blankies not getting dirty? How unbelievable. Oh, they're getting that? fucking really? filthy. Yeah. Really? And they. The blankie uh, gets disgusting. And he shows up, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I'm ready to heat you, master. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think it, there's a lot of obstacles for a, a, you know, gaggle of appliances crossing the. Right. Rough terrain of the U.S. Do um, they need to plug in at any time? Like, um, I feel like they don't. Actually, yeah, I feel like it's been it's a little foggy now. I think the, the, they all get on the vacuum. That's like how they're oh, traveling. And the vacuum's grumpy. So he's got to. Well, he's grumpy as fuck. And yeah. he's got to charge a little bit. I think so. There's like, yeah, that's like a subplot. At one point, they get sort of. Uh, they you get think the, com- the, the the vacuum and the blanky. If the vacuum like rolled over the blankie, yeah, it kind of be looked, fun. Kind of looked what? sexual. Mm, well, that would be a little weird because I think the the blankie is like how a child. weird is it for a blankie to be to be chasing down a kid through the forest? Call him. Master. I don't. It's it's all fucked up. Right. It's really fucked up. When you think about those like real like kid plot things, and you think that adults wrote them. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I was very... I like to think of myself as a, I was a mature child, able yeah. to pick up on the subtleties of that stuff, I was the maybe. opposite. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I was very engaged with that story. Right. Uh, it's also funny. It, it, there's music in it, too. You right. Know, so, it's, so that's the, that's the part you grabbed onto. Yeah. Um, and like I said, John Lovitz plays the radio. Uh, I was a big fan of The Critic as well. Oh. Um, so it was like a familiar voice. Right. John I, Lovitz does do the radio. Yeah. He's really hilarious. But he's finding different frequencies to say what he wants? Is uh, that the, no, no. He has his own personality. He's got but, his own voice. But he can also, they can just listen to the radio while yeah. he's fully inhabiting his persona. Imagine know? they made it all the way. They found the kid. Alternate ending. Yeah. They find the kid. They're in the city. It's I think great. they do it's find back. the kid. And then he plugs them in. None of them work. Yeah, they're all just broken. They're just broken. From their, like, heroin <laughs> And the blanket's journey. filthy. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. The toaster can't go down It's anymore. kind of dramatic. Like, at the end, they end up at, like, a junkyard, and they're, like, about to get crushed into a cube. And like Oh, is that always... where the big magnet comes, and he's got yes. a face, too? And all the, the drunk cars are talking. They sing this song called Worthless about how they just, they're no longer wanted. And the, Wow. Know, it's really intense. That's some good heavy song. themes. Good song. Worthless. That's yeah. a good song title. Should, I might write that one, You should one, cover actually. that yeah. song. It's a good... I'll cover it, actually. Yeah. yeah. I'll rewrite it. How's that? In <laughs> yeah. my perspective. You, you should. Every man should. You know it's hard to see things from your side, to leave things undefined. But where would you advise? Better change and read a new design for the missing piece I have to disguise. Swallow paper with the header that you love is just a myth I devise. If the question is how I came upon my own uh, particular musical vision, I, I wouldn't say that it was like incredibly calculated. I think most people probably that make music just like, uh, they like a lot of stuff maybe. I think there's a handful of things that you hold the closest or that have influenced you the most, consciously or unconsciously. And uh, I don't know, I, I just I think you sort of go from the gut and those things sort of like, I don't know, are things that you like bounce off of. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like extremely premeditated. I didn't have like a solid idea of what I wanted it to be like. I think I just like 
made music that sounded good to me. And it's kind of a boring answer, but I don't really, you know, don't have a... I was in a boardroom full of people, and I said, what should I be? <laughs> Tell me what to be. Give me direction. They said, you want to make it big in Tinseltown? You yeah. got to go 70s. Yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I just did it. I said, all right. I said, all right. I think I got a couple of those. Smooth vibe. Yeah. You're smooth vibe. I'm, do I'm going Neo Soul next album. Yeah. Yeah, Neo Soul. That's good. That's, what's, that's where you got to chase down the, yeah. what's new. Right. It's the new thing. I wonder if that door opening will make it in. They'll yeah. realize how small that this guy. room you got us in is. Let's talk about that guy. No, I didn't. I didn't. I did. Mine was just I was you know I was at home playing piano for the first time and I thought hey, you know what 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 do you got to lose you know piano man yeah <laughs> and I just look at myself in the mirror and say piano man yeah I started I've believing hyped it. yourself up exactly yeah do you ever do that do you ever say one thing that you're one thing and then because you've said it enough you're like yeah maybe I am that. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's maybe, maybe. Because when I moved to I've LA. Never, I've never looked in the mirror and, and hyped myself right. up, which I know is something Not even they when do, you're drunk? They do in the movies. <laughs> Not even when you're wasted no. at the end of the night and you're like, you got this, you can make it home. I think I hype myself up the least when I'm drunk. Right, I think really? I'm just like, yeah. I do that too, actually. Yeah. I'll be on a date, I'll go in the bathroom and say, get out of here. Yeah. You can't do this. Shut it down. You can't get, you gotta get out. <laughs> this is gonna be disappointing all around. Kelsey's not buying it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually had, that actually did happen to me. Really? Yeah, I looked in the mirror, I said, get out of here. Yeah. And I went out and I said, I'm leaving. And the yeah. girl said, uh, oh, well, it's three in the morning. I said, what? what, it's three in the morning? I looked at the clock, it was three in the morning. And then uh, she was like, well, can you text me at least when you get home? Cause you're pretty drunk. She could tell, you know? Yeah. I was like, shit, I wasn't hiding it, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I left and I woke up in a bush the next day. Damn. Yeah. I've never and I had texted her, I, I'm home, safe and sound, but it was at 3.02. <laughs> Two minutes after I yeah, left. Yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. I mean, unless you're sleeping in a bush. I was in a bush. Which yeah. you did. <laughs> I'm home. That's cool. Just a bush. <laughs> I mean, bushy home. What is home? Exactly. Who can define that? Exactly. I'm leaving tomorrow. So. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. I got another festival to go to. Oh, where? Where are you? Where are you going? What's your? Excuse? I'm going to New York, but then home. This is the end of my. Oh, this is the end. Yeah. Oh. The end. Yeah, I got another thing to do. God, you're lucky. Well, Anyways. I... I'm gonna see Mac, obviously. Yeah. Last time I saw him, and they edited this out of the. You know, I did an interview with one of the magazines. I said, "Yeah." They said, "What are you looking forward to?" I said, "I'm looking forward to seeing Mac because last time I saw him, his bandmate was playing a theremin with a big giant dildo." Well, that's And I was cool. like, and I went, and I was like, went and I was like, yeah, that's a great answer. It's so edgy. It's got everything, you know. And then they Afterwards, cut it out. And they cut it. They just huh. said, "I'm looking forward to seeing Mac DeMarco in overalls or something like that." Oh Jesus! Yeah. Eating on Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing Mac with a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know if it's right. I saw Mac only one time a long time ago. Well, I guess it was like three years ago or something. It was a very yeah. entertaining show. Yeah, he's a, he's a wildcat on stage. Big place. And I wanted to see Wilco. I think I'm going to try my best because, you know, love him. Yeah. But i got to play another show tonight. Oh, well, where are you? A double show. Like, it's like crazy. Two in one day. That's Who, crazy. No one needs that. I, that's a terrible thing. I don't know why. Because you don't know which one to like. Because no give one your knows. Exactly. Because you can't give it to both. You can't. you can't have a double juice day. Really? I don't know. Maybe. Is that a fact? I'm weak. Willie, get me out of this one. Get me out of this one. One of them. You choose. Willie, Willie's going to charge you up. 
He's right. gonna hype you up in the mirror for you. Well, he did. Well, the b- dilemma here was like, I said, oh man, I gotta get drunk if I'm gonna at least yeah. like walk on the stage. Yeah. And he said, you can't get drunk because you got another show tonight. Yeah. So I'm trying to balance like, wait, can I have a couple glasses and then yeah. go and then I'm t- tipsy. Yeah. And then I just let it fade and it doesn't yeah. get quite to hangover stage where I just ramp it up for yeah. the second one. Yeah. I get real messy. You get wild. Just get messy. On that second one. Yeah. Turn the, that thing the funny off thing and is on. that the funny thing is that I only had one week to practice with the band, really. And so we figured out this set and I thought, oh man, we can't play the same set twice. Do you ever get that? Uh I mean I, I play the same set into the ground, but um I I feel self conscious about it every time. Right. Especially I never I've ne- I never I always throw one thing in there to make me believe. Yeah. Okay, this isn't the same. Yeah. But that's all we had rehearsed. So I said, I think we're going to mismatch it up and, yeah. and see how, you know, how another way works. And yeah. I got them to learn a song on their own. Well, one thing I've noticed is no matter how much you fuck up, people never seem to notice. Even if you do something like Drastic. shit your pants on stage. I don't know. It's amazing what people don't notice. I know. I started wearing sweatpants halfway through my European tour. Yeah. And I just was Nobody, like, no one cares. You're a tuxedo. Yeah, fuck. Who cares? It's black. You it's black. They yeah. can't tell from there. You're all the way down there. I'm up it's here true. wearing sweatpants. Comfy. Because I, you know, have you ever felt it's unfair when you go and you sit in the audience and you look at the stage and you say, how fucking easy is this just looking at someone perform? Yeah. And I have to be the one giving myself to, you yeah. know. But it's, I'm actually not fond of, fond of standing and watching things. Standing. Really? I mean, I don't know. I, it's got to be cool. I have to know to, a song. Yeah. Play the hits. Play the hits. Yeah. Frankly, I'd rather yeah. hear the same song I know three times than like. You apply like that. that to your own. Yeah, I play the same song yeah. over and over. Just five songs. <laughs> five and I hope everyone time. knows it. Yeah. And it's usually Here a cover. Here we go again. Yeah. So long, my only friend. I guess we gave it a try. And then I guess we tried again. And that's it for this edition of the Talkhouse Music Podcast. Thanks to our producer-engineer, Elia Einhorn. For more Talkhouse Music Podcasts, visit the Talkhouse Music SoundCloud page or subscribe to the Talkhouse Music Podcast on iTunes. And for great writing about music by smart, notable musicians, by all means visit thetalkhouse.com music.